Welcome to Two Men on the Run, the mother of all podcasts. And as John Joe would say, you're in the doghouse. Hey. I think that was a decent impression there, wasn't it, folks? But uh, yeah, this week we're catching up. We've had the World Athletics Championships out in Eugene, Oregon, Track Town, USA. Um, I know John Joe's not watched any of it, but he's, he's heard about <laughs> it from his training partners uh, out at the track at Liverpool. So I'm sure we can discuss some of those races. And then as well, upcoming this Thursday, the Birmingham Commonwealth Games begins. And we know one of our previous guests, Johnny Mellor, races Saturday morning, 9am in Birmingham. So if, you, if you're close by or fancy driving down, um, you know, head down that way and support Johnny. Um, I'm sure he's going to have a fantastic run. I know he's in, in fantastic shape at the moment. But John Joe, how's it all going? Wonderful. Well, first of all, I've got a, a couple of shout outs. In my defence to not watching the World Championships, as you're well aware, I do not have a TV licence and I've no intention of investing in one. A big, big, warm shout out to Barry Gallagher, Gerard Gallagher, Shea Carlin, Peter McManaman and Dermot Machelkar. I was over in Finn Valley and we did a session, a tempo type of run. Uh, after warming up, it was eight miles. Um, it was really, really good, actually. It was, it was for me. I, th- I felt like it was, a, it was a great session, which was very different because I've been training at shorter distances, mm-hmm. and um, it may have impacted on on the park run, which I wanted to take back the record, and sadly missed out on that by six seconds in sixteen twelve along the shore. Uh, the record being sixteen six. Not the fastest of times, but you know, average, decent times, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but I, I failed in that. Um, but I had a great trip. I stayed with my grandfather, who was a hundred years old, and uh, enjoyed wonderful times with him. Yeah, it was recently his birthday, wasn't it? You a shout out to your, your granddad there for his, his birthday. Yes, one hundred, one hundred, not out. Um, who'd have thought it? Hey. Who'd have thought it? Um, oh, the, 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 I thought wondered what that sound was. The dogs uh, barking there uh, next door. Wonderful. I love dogs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I mustn't digress and talk about them because I have been recently uh, mauled again by those lovable fluffy things which we all love to wrap with the knee given a chance. Eh? But um, so... Forgot what I was saying there. Great trip, 100 years old, and a very primitive, simple life. Porridge, spuds. Oh, you know, you, you boil the, the purdies with the skins on them, and then you cut them open. You you slither pieces of butter into them. Dip of the stool, salt on the. You know, dip the spud into the salt. You know, years ago. And the point is, I suppose, when we think of what the diet that we have now, which is a fandangled type of diet we don't know what we're eating from strawberries to granola squares god where, where will we go next and i think that complicates things for a runner because as you're right you think i've got so many choices here but back in the good old days things were simple you know simple foods that were digest i, I imagine much better and now we're dealing with force grown vegetables largely unless you're willing to grow your own and, and do something mm-hmm. about that problem um, so I do wonder if the diet uh, of old was maybe a better diet when I look at my grandfather and, and you know, eats a, a bit of meat. Uh, he doesn't eat vegetables, eats p- 
Purdy's spuds, yeah. plenty of them, porridge. You know, he, he doesn't really eat vegetables. Um, you'd have to push it to give him a, a, a flat peach, which I, I did try, and I think he took one off me. Um, and he smokes the tobacco pipe, you know, the traditional condor sort of cuts his own tobacco from yeah. the plug. And, and you, you wonder what makes, what gives longevity, but then we think about sport. What's the ultimate diet for a sports person like yourself, Matthew? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just, you know, sitting here <laughs> chatting. Um, so I've given my shout outs um, to some of the boys who I was training with on that particular day. What about yourself? Yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to give a, a shout out to, uh, to uh, Paul Doran. Um, he uh, he uh, volunteered to sort of come and help me jump on the bike. Um, and sort of carry my water and stuff like that on, on some of my long runs and, and sessions. Um, so Sunday I did uh, I did uh, 18 miles and we were just under six minute mile pace for it. Um, average across uh, 5.58 and yeah, Paul uh, carried a couple of water bottles for me with some electrolytes and things so I can practice and uh, ready for ready for the London Marathon where I get the, I'll be using the Elite Water Station for the first, first time. So um, it's been really good and yeah, we're gonna do again um, go out this Sunday, and I, th- I think he's actually going to join me Friday morning for my uh, my uh, marathon pace sort of session. I've got six miles to do at marathon pace on, on Friday morning. So. What's marathon pace for you, Matthew? Um, so I'm going to try and aim. Um, I, I like in training to try and run slightly faster than what I'm going to run on the day. Um, so we're going to be we'll be aiming for what's the reason? Like five what's, the re- three, what, five what's, what's the reason for that, Matthew? Um, I think just to get that stimulus of just being just above marathon pace. So when you know, you'll get those miles where maybe it is a little bit below and, and things like that. You know, it's you know, on the actual race day, it, then it, it's it's not too big of a leap and I'm used to that sort of thing. So, um, you know, last time for Manchester, I did my 14 mile at marathon pace um, two weeks out. Um, and we did that at, uh, at average 5.05 there. When it, the, the target was then to run, sorry, five, like 5.07, 5.08 pace. So, um, you know, I just I just find it quite useful just to be that those couple little seconds faster in, in training, just as a as a sort of training stimulus aid, really. Um, so yeah. Very good, very good. You want to now move on to these world championships that you you've been very passionately speaking about there. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, there were, were there was a lot of uminar and whether it was going to be a good thing or not. Uh, the world champs it was the first time the world champs have ever been held in in the United States. Um, and it was held at, at in Eugene, in Oregon, in, in Tracktown, USA, at Haywood Field, uh, the place of Bill Bowman coaching the, the Eugene squad, the Oregon Ducks, you know, Prefontaine's sort of um, old training ground and things like that. You had the pre-trail uh, running around and pre's rock and things. So all the, all the sites of, of, of Steve Prefontaine and stuff were there and, and that history and that legacy. And obviously it's Nike, you know, Nike, Nike are, are there as well and, and things. So there was... Um, you know there was rumor you know originally when it was first put there that Nike could maybe you know put some m- money behind closed doors into world athletics pockets and things like that to, to get those championships in 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 Eugene Oregon because it is a you know it's it's not a, a huge city and a huge sort of thing and that was one of the issues people were sort of were saying is it going to be a good championships because you know the tickets the stadium wasn't as big as, as, as London Stadium for when we held the World Champs in 2017 um, or as big as um, the, the stadium next year in, in Budapest in Hungary which will be the next World Champs um, obviously this one should have been last year but it was it was 
postponed due to COVID with the Olympics being <coughs> postponed. So it's every two years. Every two years, yeah, yeah. But obviously we're getting two back to back due to due to the pandemic. Um, so yeah, there, there was you know people were enough accommodation. Is there going to be enough seats for people? Because the, the stadium is only a twelve thousand seater stadium, um, but you can add an extra. I think it's about an extra seven thousand seats to it, temporary seats, which is what they did um, to increase it. But still, that's quite small in comparison to the likes of the London Olympic Stadium um, that was used for for London. And you know when we have a, a major games in the UK, um, the tickets sell out, um, and that's that's not just athletics. That's any sporting event in the UK where we're, we're we're not maybe the best sports participation country, but we're, we're sports fans as a country and, and we'll pretty much go and watch any sport. Um, you know, on even, the day and even women's football. Even women's football, the stadiums have been packed. So, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's that case. So, you know, um, whereas, yeah, people were worried about Eugene and things. and But, I, I you know, watching it, um, the, the stadiums looked pretty full. There was, yeah, there was some empty seats in places, but... They were sort of the, the sort of empty seats you'd see when people get up and you know go for a bit of food and, and things like that. I know I heard some of the athletes um, listening to the 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 on athletes, the OAC group on the on the coffee club podcast. They seem to think that there was maybe too much space between events. But um, I listened to a, a, the City of Smag podcast and they 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 were catching up every every day on the events and going through it all. And they were sort of it sounded like the space between the track events was because they were really trying to highlight the field events and they were giving the field events that time to be the main show of the, of the stadium and, you know, for the crowds to watch and, and, and the the, the, guy, the group of guys that were, and women that were doing the, the City of Mag podcast loved the fact that the, the field events were getting that sort of centre stage bit and weren't just being filler in between races, you know, track races and stuff. And, you know, that sounded like quite a positive thing for me. And, and you know, some of the, the field events that went on out there were, were fantastic. You know, Mondo de Plantis um, jumped 621 or vaulted 621 in the pole vault on the last day to break his world record again. Um, you what's, know, what's his name? Uh, Mondo de Plantis. Mondo de Plantis. Yeah. Oh, uh, Swedish pole vaulter, yeah. only young. Um, yeah. You know, he's an absolute fantastic character on the scene and he's great to watch. And, he does bring in the in, in a crowd to be fair um, to to an event that isn't necessarily you know the mainstream events of, of track and field, um, and then obviously the the Americans in the throws events had had you know some big favourites and things like um, Krauser and stuff and the shot put and, and, and stuff and and how, um, how did Krauser get on? I don't actually know. I don't know the results of the shot put, <laughs> but uh, but I know obviously there you know there was that enthusiasm around it and things like that. So, so tell us the runners and riders for the big events. And, well, uh, yeah. So I mean the, the surprises big, and the and the you know. The, yeah, well, I mean, you know, the the, the big one, um, you know, from the men's side was was um, obviously you had the 1500 meters. You had you had Inga Britson. Jack, uh, Jakob Ingebrigtsen, Norwegian, um, you know, one, he's got one, his own. One of the, the two brothers? Uh, three, no, no, there's, there's, three. Well, there's three brothers that run. They're, they're actually, their family is, is considerably larger than that. But um, And they have their own like reality TV show in, in Norway that follows the, the family and the coaches, you know, their dad who coaches them or did coach them at the time um, and things like that. And so, Does he no he, longer coach them? No, he, 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 he had an illness. Uh, it sounded like it was cancer or something like that, and stepped away from coaching. And Henrik, the older brother, um, he stepped in to sort of become the, the main coach. But Gert, who, who is the dad, seems to be coaching again because he had he had other athletes there um, at the World Champs competing for Norway, but for some reason isn't coaching his sons again. So I don't know where whether something went on there or not. I don't know. Um, but uh, you, you know, Jakob was the, he's the Olympic 
gold medalist. He, he won in in Tokyo last year the fifteen hundred meters. Is he particularly? Uh, would you define him as a fifteen hundred meter runner? Uh, no, I, I, to be fair, I wouldn't. I would. The, a lot of the train is 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 threshold really. You know, high level threshold training, double double threshold days and things like that. What um, is a what is a threshold session? So it's running it like you know it's 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 running at that lactic sort of threshold. So they use a lot of um, lactic. Um, tests, you know, finger prick tests and stuff like that to check whether they're above or below the lactic thresholds, and um, you know they may, when they're training they, they use that to sort of gauge whether how hard they should push in the next effort and things. And is it is it like a, like a like, like a like a tempo run? Um, yeah, just well, yeah, just well a bit above tempo. Um, above so it's you know, but they're doing like double days of that and things as well as then hard efforts, and so that's the real so they're a real strength background as, uh, as a whole uh, and they how many mar- miles there, sort of. oh they're doing like um, I'm sure it's, it's it's up in the 120s 130s sort of so miles high so mileage high mileage threshold you know real intensity and then sessions on top of that so yeah it's, so it's a lot of hard work then yeah um, and, and what, about, background comes what about rest periods before races would, would they rest um yeah, I think they'll, they'll have a bit of a rest and isn't, isn't a taper into it and stuff. But isn't there a, a lot of unknowns about this this particular family? Even though it's a TV series, yeah. They, well, they, they they don't publish. Uh, I mean, Gert's written a book. Um, it's it's as far as I know, it's only in Norwegian. I wanted to get a hold of a copy, but uh, I don't think it's been translated yet. It talks about his training methods and how he's trained. I mean, he he, he didn't have any athletic background, um, but he sort of he was learning as much on the go as he was coaching his his sons, and um, and I think really you know. And he sort of learned as he went on. You know, Henrik was the older one, and he so sorry. Him and how did Gert get into this sport if he'd never really done it himself? I think he just ended up training the the, the lancers. They started oh. training, and he, he he became the coach and was coaching. I mean, he was just you know reading everything and and you know asking questions of other top coaches and things like that, and and putting pieces together from other um, aspects of sport. I mean, they all started very very young in not in running but in Nordic skiing. So they built this, you know, significant aerobic base that they that they obviously transferred into the running when they became and they Nordic run Nordic running for the for the listenership. Nordic skiing, yeah. So it's it's like cross country skiing. It's it's you know it's, it's on your skis. You you um, you know they use it both on the snow but obviously on the on the roads as well and things like that around um, in mm. Norway. It's a, you know um, and there's videos of them when they're like you know three four in like. Um, Multi-story car parks on the Nordic skis, you know, skiing through and practicing and and, and on the you know, ice. pushing themselves stuff yeah. like that. Oh, in, the, in the in the multi-story in the car on, park and the, you know across the because you can use them on the you can use them on the on the road and stuff. All oh, right, like yeah, I, didn't, I didn't re- I didn't realize you could, yeah, you, could yeah. you could use it on the on the on the tarmac as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, um, but um, yeah, so he he was the big favorite. Um, the, you know, I mean, Jakob. Ja- Jakob was the big favourite yes. in the fifteen hundred metres. And were there any other pot- potential before yeah. the race? Before the race? Oh yeah, no. It, it, to be fair, it was it was always going to be a bit of a highlight of an event because you had uh, you had you had Jakob in there um, who had a little um, niggle early in the season, and and you know he got he, he had COVID during the World Indoor Champs back in in March, um, and, and and you know. Wasn't as dominant as he as he usually so is. He raced with COVID. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 he was allowed the, to. Well, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> the, 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 he tested after the. He oh. ran under under. He underperformed for him and and, and things and tested and obviously he came out as, oh, okay. as having COVID and that was why the result was you know he underperformed. Um, you had um, people like um, 
you had a couple of the Ethiopians and Kenyans and, and Ugandans in there who you know the, I think I think it was a Kenyan who had the the world leading time this year going into the race. Um, you had Josh Kerr who was the Olympic bronze medalist who was at least through the rounds was looking. You know, he's a he's a British runner um, based out in the US and, and Scottish. Um, you know through the through the heats and the semi-finals looked very much like he'd come into form and could be a definite player. Um, you you had uh, you had. Sadly, you had a, the, one of the Americans, Cooper Tier, was was uh, ended up um, out in the heats. He had a turned out he had a stress fracture from the U.S. champs, but tried to keep running running through and wanted to perform because it was his home home track. That's where he went to university in Eugene. Um, and then yeah, you had uh, you had a couple other guys that were they were really pushing on, and, and it could make it a really interesting race. And he came to the the, the final in the fifteen hundred meter final and. Um, you know, surprisingly, Jakob took the, the lead early on. He, he usually hangs back, but after about the first 400, he, he ended up at the front and, and took the lead mm. um, and didn't but didn't really push the pace too too significant. You expected him to, to push it because the thing, the 1,500 metres in the past has always been run as quite a slow race um, with, a, with a last lap kick. Mm. Um, but the way Jakob runs, because he's a strength runner, Generally, is he, he takes it. He's got to he go takes it early, hard, you know, like hard. Yeah. And there's a couple other guys on the scene now that are, the sim, that are very similar to him. They've got to. Um, who, 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 they could, they still have good kicks, but they're not maybe the fastest kicker. Yeah. And they, you know, they're better at running it out and taking it on strong and hard and stuff. And interesting. Um, so Jakob ended up doing that, but he, he, in his feedback from from post race, he sort of said that he he slowed too much on the third lap, and. Um, you know, from a British interest standpoint, Jake Whiteman um, was is, is, a, is a fantastic kicker, um, and really it was a, it was a perfect race for him. He kept himself in perfect position, and which was um, what, which was what uh, he always just kept himself sort of just on the shoulder of, of Jacob. whoever was leading. Yeah. Um, so for the first lap, he was sort of sat there, second, third on the shoulder, and then. Um, yeah, when Jakob took the lead, he just sat on on Jakob's shoulder. He made a sort of statement move with about. 250 metres to go. Right, he yeah. Back straight and he, he sort of comes up and he comes alongside Jakob. Mm. He, just before they hit the bend, he, he comes up alongside Jakob and you're thinking, it's surely it's too early to just go to go past yeah, Jakob. Yeah. And he doesn't, he just holds him, but he shows him that he's there. Ah, His presence is there. Yeah. And then basically as they, as they came on, you know, half, probably 150 metres to go, Jake just went and, uh, and he just took it and... and no one could react to him. He he, he took the win, and you know the shock what? of surprise on his face when he you know he crossed the line and took the took the win. And by how how far did he you know what was the no, game? only only sort of a second or so. Which is quite away though. It, it, uh, well, it's a stretch, yeah. It's a good but it's, couple you know, of yeah. It was yeah. the so um, you know and uh, it, was, it was it was a big shock because you know obviously I mean Jake's got the talent. He's always been there. He's he's always in the mix. He's always in the final. What was the, like the winning time? Um, oh. Um, Three minutes thirty. Yeah, I think six. it was three thirty or something. I think there was there was, there was thirty. It was quite a, by the end. The, the time was quite fast. There was there was three or four guys that all. Well, I think the top five all did What's like three thirty or something. What like would that. the world record be for that? Distance? Oh, the world records um, three twenty six. I think. Right. Um, right. My word. So they were good. Mm. Bit. I mean, the Olympics was 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 slightly faster. That was. It's an interesting uh, no, it was, distance. It was under three thirty. The first three were all under three thirty. What is the history of the fifteen hundred? You know, how long has that been going for? Um, that's pretty much uh, been there from. Well, it was the mile originally. 
Uh, oh, you know, the, the, the yeah. 1500s. It became was the, originally the, the mile. Yeah, it was the mile. The 1500s is the metric distance, isn't it? The, you know, um, so when we get yeah. to the metric system. The, well, it's not It's not a mile, though, is it? It's, a mile no, is no. 1609 metres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not, not quite the same. No, no. The 1500 metres is, is, is seen as the metric. It's the metric mile, is what it's, it's, it's labelled as. And the metric it's mile. From the, from the mile race. But, um, but it's not a mile, though. No, it's, no. It's, it's, it's 109 metres shy. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'd like to, to see mile races I, th- I don't think they should have changed it really because of the history of the sport we, we, when we read the books about the yeah, mileage yeah, yeah. you know it's it's comparable then isn't it yeah. so I've been doing the 1500 recently and I can then think well that's what they achieved but because it is 109 metres difference it's yeah. quite considerable it, yeah, it affects yeah. the time it does yeah in it such a way that it, it means well nothing well. really yeah. you can't compare yeah but then, um, so then obviously following the, the, the 1500 metre final, obviously Jakob Ingebrigtsen was very unhappy with his Where did he finish? He, finished, he finished second. And who third? Who was third? Uh, very good question. I think it's one of the Kenyans, I think. I know fourth, the Spanish runner. Uh, fourth, you don't get nothing for fourth, Matthew. No. <laughs> So um, go on, tell me what Jakob, he, he was, wasn't best pleased. He was. wasn't best pleased. He, he, he sort of, you know, there was little clips of interviews where he's saying he shouldn't have let people who, who weren't as good as him beat him um, and things like that and he, he was maybe running the 5,000 metres and asked you know was he going to run the 5,000 he said no he's going home tomorrow he's, he's, he's flying back anyway he must have slept on that and, so does, and, does Jakob not, not have a sense of humour then? Uh, I know I think he's also <laughs> there but, uh, but uh, he, anyway he, came, he, he did come back for the 5,000 right, yeah. he comes back and, and he gets through in the heats and then it comes to the final, and to be fair, he finished really strongly in the heats. But you know, you've got the five thousand was the if he was going to get gold, everyone expected him to do it in the fifteen hundred, not the five, because right, you've got okay. you had the world record holder in the five thousand. You had who is, um, the, who is the world record holder? Um, chapter guy. Oh yeah, uh, Ugandan. Um, yeah. You've yeah. got. I mean, do we get me wrong? Inga Britson's run um, twelve forty eight. For the five thousand, so he's 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 well up in the the, the fastest, some of the 12, fastest guys in the, in the field. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what is the world record for five k? Um, I want to say it's twelve thirty, twelve thirty something. I want to say right, right, okay. It could be, it could be, it could be quicker. Mr. Chetty, um, but um, you know, there, there was there's a, there's a lot of players in in the five thousand that you know possibly you know would would stop Britson from even getting into the medals. And you've got to do um, do one 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 heat. You got to, you got to, so you got to, to run a five k. So yeah, so yeah. so so. It's not, not always the case, is it these days that you run a heat for? Yeah, using the five thousand, it is. Yeah, yeah. The ten thousand, they tend not to have heats anymore. Uh, it tends to be a straight yeah. final. So, obviously, um, Britson's had uh, a heat, a semi final, and a final of the fifteen hundred meters. He's then had a heat of the five thousand, and then into the the five thousand meter final. Obviously, Chapter Guy has had the ten thousand meters of which he he won. He Did won he win it? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. So yeah. we're into the. We're into what the time five. did he win that in? Um, I think it was 27 something his best is 26 uh, 30 something 27 again, so. right okay um, yeah. but um, you know you sort of yeah so the, the, the field goes off and it, it, it's a good it's a good steady pace Chapter Guy actually takes the lead to begin with um, and holds holds a good a good the around 13 dead pace from the start which is a good solid pace and to be fair well, yeah, that dropped quite a few of the guys because they've never run sort of 13, below 13 minutes or so. Chapter guy running at 13, 
dead. What, what is that effectively? Would that be about 62 seconds for a lap? <laughs> what would it be? Yeah, yeah, 62 seconds, you're right. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, 62 seconds a lap, probably somewhere around 420 or so a mile. 420 uh, a mile. And what is that in kilometres? Because, you know, when I go over to Ireland, the guys at Finn Valley, they're talking in kilometres, and I'm like, what the, what's a kilometre, you know? Um, you're talking, I think it's around something like two... 245 or something like that per what's time. the rough sort of ratio how do you compare like if someone wants to think in kilometres and maybe it's a good idea to switch the watch tell them they're wrong <laughs> tell them they're wrong but is it, not, <laughs> is it not a good idea to occasionally switch the watch over to kilometres just to give yourself an idea of what you're doing in kilometres um, I was thinking about this recently I was thinking well I may understand kilometres a little bit better if I switch over to kilometres yeah, well, yeah. If you switch over to it, you you, you would obviously understand it better because uh, you'd have to. And is there any reason to, to do that? that? I suppose that if you're running races in kilometres. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. If you're running five k, ten k, you you know your splits a bit better. You understand what they're going to be. I mean, you know, when I race five or ten k, I'm 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 still working in miles, so I'm I'm converting the miles and. So you're I, converting you know, everything, into, everything yeah, yeah, stuff. So. So you um, wouldn't, yeah. Anyway, chapter guy is so yeah, five thousand meters. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's pushing the pace early on. He's, it's a good solid pace, um, and then and a couple of the Mark, guys. Mark Scott has dropped off. He's gone. Mark Scott's the British hope. in the field. Yeah, so he, he, uh, he he's in there for a little bit, but he's sat towards the back of the field, and yeah, he he, he drops he drops further back um, as the pace go as the race goes on, but. Really, the, the thing was, was obviously Inga Britson was in there. People were sort of saying, you know, she he didn't win the fifteen hundred like people thought, and um, you know, it, it looked like he ran this race with a bit of anger from from not having won. Um, they had water stations out on the on the on the track for the five thousand. Is this unusual for a five thousand? It's a little unusual. Is it, is it a recent um, development? And why? Yeah, it's a little bit. Like, I mean, the, is that not? I mean, I don't think there should be a water station. No, I mean for the for the I, for the I ten thousand, you know ten thousand, they, they they if it's hot, they do usually put one out there just to make let sure them the athletes with it. You let, know, let them suffer. Well, yeah, but um, Inga Britson, the, the pace, you know, it's a, it's a solid, it's a good solid pace. Anyway, Inga Britson, um, about just before two k, moves out and goes to get a, a a cup of water, sort of sort of waves at the crowd to get the crowd to cheer a little bit more and, and you know get involved and right. stuff yeah. and goes to get some water and he, he misses it <laughs> he misses it on his, on his first thing and then um, and it, it's, it's, you're looking at it going why, why is he you know it's not it's, it's reasonably warm but it's not over and you're thinking is, why is he going getting this is he losing doing time doing this he's losing a little bit of time but what he's also doing um, is he's he's, he's he's sort of saying to the guys who are obviously trying to push the pace a bit and things like that he's saying to them look this pace is so easy. I can I can stroll out here into lane four. Do you really think they're, they're worried about that uh, at that, can, t- at that in, moment? In some of them, you can get into some of their edge, you know, so? and stuff like that. Anyway, next lap comes round, and Ingebrigtsen goes out again. He goes out again. He grabs a cup of water, and then he runs up to the front next to the, next to the the Kenyans and stuff like that with his cup of water and just sips his cup of water what, what, while he's running as he's running yeah. while he's running alongside oh, I've got to see this and he's just sipping his cup of water yeah and then he throws it to the side and then he and then and then he sort of takes the front then right yeah and he's he's, he's just in control then he's, it's just it's it's Ingebrigtsen's show right really and yeah, yeah. They, they just they, none of them none of them really sort of know, know what to do or whatever and, and he just runs away with it in, in the end really he just, he just beat, he beats them all he beats, the guys, them all. beats them all and, and why did Chep you know Chep to guy the world 
record holder. Yeah. Why could he not deal with this? I don't understand. Just don't not, know, just not just, his yeah, day. Just, I, I just, yeah, just not his day. I mean, obviously, Chep's a guy done the 10,000 and things that earlier on at the, the start oh, of yes. the game. So, yes, you know, that he, must he, have... you know, take a little bit out of him mm. there. He won that and stuff. So, you know, yeah, I mean... What time did he did he win this in? Um, it was like 20... I think it was right, low 27s. Oh, no, no, I mean uh, Inga Britson. Oh, Inga Britson. Um, it was, I think it was 13.09. So, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't... Still Mad players, you know, yeah. solid enough, but nothing crazy. And fellas like Scott, who've gone under 13, they, they should be kicking themselves, thinking, well, I, I can yeah, go Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm guessing something was wrong with Scott, really, because yeah. I've not seen any interviews with him, but I think he he should have been in there in the mix. I mean, I was absolutely gutted for, for Grant Fisher, the American, because um, he really could have made something, and he was in perfect position. He, he When Ingebrigtsen did take the front, Grant just followed him and yes. sat behind him. Yes. And... Um, just as they came into the last 100 metres and obviously Ingebrigtsen was, was starting to sprint, the, Grant was right behind him in lane one and, and, and was a little boxed until Ingebrigtsen started to kick and then obviously he had the space in front of him. Um, but he got caught from behind and someone tripped him just as they were coming off the bend and he hit the he hit, he hit his other foot as he tried to balance himself on the, the little rail of the track and it sort of threw him off and obviously he, he then sort of faltered and couldn't get his rhythm back going while it, everyone else was kicking does that not disqualify him from touching the line no because it was a, it was an accidental sort of because um, I got disqualified for, for touching a line oh yeah, yeah, yeah. well um, I've, I've already said I think that was a, 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 a mistaken thing six, overly six, official, uh, six official people in a 5k yeah, uh, yeah. sorry what was the distance it yeah, it was 5K, it was 5K in Bournemouth, yeah. got disqualified yeah. and because it led, we, we touched the line. But this, at the highest level, you're saying this guy, he touched the line, it didn't it didn't count. No, no, it, it didn't. I mean, it, it didn't benefit him in any way. He, he, he was, as far as I could see, going into that final 100 metres, was going to get a medal and he ended up finishing, um, I think something like ninth or something like that in the field in the end because, right. because he, he right. got tripped from behind and caught the, the side but so then tripped him further Inga Britson won it and then come Inga on tell me second place uh, you're you pushing me uh, thingy now I, I, I wasn't really paying much attention after that third um, place where was Chuck to go I think he fell out of it did he no I think he might have got a medal I think he definitely one of the Kenyans um, what is Uganda got a, uh, got a medal in there um, and I think Chuck to Got one as well. Um, maybe one of the Ethiopians, actually. I mean, fourth place was the one. I, I really liked um, Guava. He's, he's someone to have a, a look at. And, and You've follow. mentioned yeah, Guava, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. From, he's, um, from Guana. From Guatemala. Guatemala. Watch some of his interviews, uh, post-race and things. Like that. Yeah. He's, he's just a really likeable, really thingy sort of guy. And um, he, he led out his, his heat um, and then obviously sat in the mix all the way through and, and he's only ever run and his PB is 13-11 so he, he you know he was close to his PB there and he, he finished fourth so um, you know he's, he's hopefully um, he might get on the medals in, so in the future so you, you, the 5k the 1500 you've mentioned that yeah is there any anything more about this this Nine or ten days, of yeah, yeah. Well, was well it? nine days, or? yeah. The I mean, the women's eight hundred was 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 very exciting. We had um, with Keely Hodginson, Hodginson from from Lee, which is just um, just for, the, for those listening in in India just, and Slovakia, yeah, that just is down the road from us. Down the it's about about seven eight miles. Yeah, very close. Coached by uh, Trevor Painter and, and Jenny Meadows, who, who I know well from from Wigan. Um, and, and, and she was a fraction of a second. Uh, yeah. So Ke- Keely, she's only um, she's only twenty, I think nineteen twenty. Um, and so is I think Mo, who's the American, who's also the same age as Keely. And 
they were both 1-2 in the Olympic Games last year. Keely second after Mo won. Um, but it, there was a bit of a gap between them. Keely finished really strong but just couldn't close at the Olympic Games fast enough to get Mo. Um, but then in, in, in the World Champs, it, 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 she was so close coming off the, the, the bend. Um, Athimo took the, the final bend quite wide and left room for Keeley on the inside. And I think I think for me it was the mistake that Keeley made, and I'm sure that she'll look back on it and and, and um, Jenny and Trevor will. And maybe it would have been better to have taken the outside because even though that gap occurred, it left the, the chance for obviously Ethan Muta to cut cut back, you know, to cut Keeley back off and, and stop is that her from what, coming through. Is that what she did? And that's what sort of happened. She just. She just needed that tiny little bit more room and Keely could have got past her, but she just didn't have that space. But if she'd have been on the outside, she'd have had, you know, eight lanes, well, how, you know, seven lanes. And how would she get to, to the outside on the, if, the, if Affine had moved out? Because she was just slightly behind, so she should have, mm. she could have just taken, gone, with her gone, to, gone, gone, gone wide rather yeah. than go uh, inside, which is where she chose. And I think it just, just cost her well, getting, she, getting the goal, to be fair. She I feel like mu- she would have got it. She couldn't muscle her way through on the inside. No, yeah. because it was, it was if she'd have tried to, she probably would have knocked Athene Mo and it, it she probably would have got disqualified, even if she'd you know she'd have won or anything like that. Right. Because, right. Um, you know, she she would have had to have forced away past. This, this is uh, straight, but it was, this is quite you know unprecedented, is it for a, for a British athlete to be in contention in in this type of race? Is it for for um, for a while? Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. we've always had um, women that have been up there and stuff. Obviously, you know we go all the way back to two thousand and four with with Kelly Holmes winning the eight hundred. That's years, a long time it? ago. Yeah, long yeah. time ago. Isn't um, it? You know, I mean Jenny Meadows was was. Up there, especially indoors, she, she, Jenny would usually grab some sort of medal, um, some, know, especially the Europeans. And some sort like of medal. Yeah, she'd usually grab a colour of, of medal in, in the indoors. Jenny, she was. The, the, I think the thing that Keeley's got is, is she's a absolutely talented this is, athlete. This is another level, though, isn't it? This, yeah, it this is. Work, yeah, yeah. Obviously, well, Olympic silver is. is but I think that's the, the, the great thing that works in Keeley's favour is that obviously she's an extremely talented athlete, but she's so young as well. Hmm. But Jenny was Jenny was the like the best tactical racer we had. You know, in the eight hundred, you know, in that, in, in the, in Jenny's sort of period, the other eight hundred meter runners might have been slightly faster than Jenny. And I've like never, that. I've never really but followed Jenny the sport, but I, I just, I do vaguely remember. That I don't think Jenny Meadows. This is a different gravy, though. This isn't it. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. But, but, but what, what I'm saying is that Jenny is, was such a tactical master of, of eight hundred meter running. You know, there was races yeah. where she, where she got, you know into the medals and things that when she probably shouldn't have done from a from an on paper time wise at, at, at the Olympics not at the Olympics no no, no. At the world, at, at, at the world at championships the, Euro- the Europeans more the European yeah. level okay. Commonwealth Games yeah. things like that so she, but, there, um, there were many women ahead of her then yeah there was, there was the, but, but um, she was so tactically sound and, and so good on making sure she was in the right place at the right time that I think that you know obviously and that's something you learn with time and obviously you know Jenny was around for a, for a good mm. while racing and things like that and it was, yeah. that was stuff she learned but that's something that obviously Keely is now being able to learn from um, at such a young age with such talent that she's able to get a tactician. And yeah, as I say, I think she made the mistake of going inside. But you've got to. And think by the way, the, this, this Keely uh, is, is still down at Lee. Yeah, she's still down at Lee. She still uh, runs for, for the, Lee. I mean, she, I think she trains at Sports City quite a lot in, in Manchester and things, which I know and, and, Jenny and Trevor trained that quite a lot anyway. So right. interesting. Um, but she's so, a, it's well, a fantastic talent. And that rivalry between her and. And uh, Athen Mo as well is 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 something to, to look forward to over the coming years because they're both exactly the same age. Are they um, at this moment? You know, the two best. They're the top two. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's a, a, a Kenyan that, that on that came onto the scene this year. Um, 
forget her name begins with an M her last name and um, she she was a 400 meter runner and she's moved up and she's she's again very talented um, and could be a, a you know a threat to those two but at the moment they're still you know other, other than um, so Keely had not been she hadn't been beaten in a race since the Olympics last year right, okay. um, apart from once um, and that was that was a couple of weeks ago by this Kenyan athlete who was right. sort of quite new on the scene and she was in this race um, she was in this race I think she, and this I was think the... she got third or fourth yeah, the eight hundred meters. This is the eight hundred meters. Uh, and yeah. and with Kelly, could she? Does she move around with distance? Does she do the fifteen? Does she do the four? What does she? Is it um, just she, particularly she, the eight? She she's focused on the eight. She you know she'll do. Um, she does some of the four hundreds and does some of the fifteen hundreds early season. Just a bit of strength and things that. But in this championships, is it? Is it? On the eight, is it? It's obviously, I imagine, it's not possible to also have a good crack at something else while she's there. Uh, for some of the athletes, yeah, some of them do. But she didn't um, chose not to do that. She didn't choose to do that, no, and I don't think she she would choose to. She might, if the 800 metres hadn't been the day that it was, because it was the last day, on, uh, it was the Sunday, yeah, yeah. she might have run a relay leg, possibly. So that's, um, that's that in, it's, very, it's, it's very interesting, though, isn't it? Because if you're, that's your event, is it? So for her, it's the 800. She has to do that the, the last day. Yeah. Of the is it nine or ten days? It was ten days, yeah. Ten, so on the tenth day, that's her event. Whereas another participant, their event is the first day. Yeah. It's over with. They can just have a go at something else. Maybe why not? You know, yeah. like chapter guy, he won his ten thousand yeah, meters. Yeah. He had to go at the five. Scott chose to just do the five. I always think you should have a go because you never know what will happen. But with, well, with yeah. her, so it's it's the the scheduling actually. The scheduling has an impact on potentially who wins what. You know because oh, of, yeah, yeah. it's interesting because that's not down to training or perform. That's down to the organisers who have put these events in a particular order, which is generally the same order, is it? Or, uh, it, it changes sometimes. Yeah. It, it can change to be fair due to the TV schedules. Um, so because of know, the TV schedules, you you could have different medal. We'll never know, but you could imagine you yeah. could do. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I, I think the eight hundred ended up falling on the last day because mm. Athen Moe is one of the faces of American track and field, really? right. um, yeah. and because obviously she's a face of American track and field, put her race on the last day, gets that sort of media attention and things like that. Um, you also had the four hundred meter hurdles women's. Um, the, the on the Saturday, the day before the last day, um, Sydney McLaughlin again, fa- a big face of, of US track and field, um, and she destroyed the world record, her world record. She 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 ran, uh, she'd have finished, um, she wouldn't have finished last in the final of the flat four hundred meters, um, and she if she ran the same time that she ran going over the hurdles, um, yes. over the hurdles. So it was yes. it was a fantastic uh, race to watch from her. She was. Two seconds ahead of the rest of the field. What's that name again? Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> it just blanks me on that. <laughs> so moving on, so fine. Just rewind and listen to it. Was it? <laughs> no, it's okay. I think he's just making this up, aren't you? The <laughs> he could be the. <laughs> <laughs> but the marathon was fantastic as well. Um, that was great to watch, and I, I've got to give the a marathon. shout. Out. I've got to give a yeah. shout out to my coach as well because my coach finished twentieth. Uh, What's his uh, name in the marathon? Rory Linkletter. Uh, Rory Li- Linkletter. Linkletter. So Congratulations. He finished twentieth in the Is world. Is he happy with and, uh, that? Um, yeah, and he's he's happy with that. He, he, he was, it was only a late sort of call up to what, it. What time? Uh, Two ten. It was a PB for him. Uh, Two ten. You so can't he's, argue he's with that. Down, no, yeah, um, he finished that's... just behind Galen Rupp of America, who's obviously you know quite a, a significant Galen well-known Rupp. name. That's about Johnny's best time. I don't think he's gone under 210. No, 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 no. And, and it got him twentieth in the world. In yeah. the world, yeah. 
two ten oh three for. That's 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 oh, Johnny's yeah, time. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So and the winning time for the marathon and, and can you tell me that? Please? Uh, um, I didn't write that down. I mean, it's no, not, not say, but that was, no, uh, no, 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 no. Kipchoge's not there. He's he injured. Or? There. Um, I can't even remember who, who, who won it in the end. Is um, he injured, Matthew? Is he? No, no, no. Oh. He's running uh, Berlin in September so he's turned down uh, the opportunity of a world championship medal yeah. which maybe he doesn't need he's got that he's not got that many many medals you know, I don't he's, know. he's won the world champs he's, he's won, won the Olympics it, yeah. twice yeah. Um, you know, uh, and yeah. the Berlin it, it's it's the fastest, the fastest major that's where his world major. record is he looking for another another world record uh, perhaps? I don't know I don't know if he is or he's not I mean if he if he had of, the... if he had run this uh Championship, yeah. world championship, he, he would not be able to do the. No, he, he, it's too close. Yeah, it'd be too close of a turnaround. Although yeah. I spoke to a, a geezer in the in the pub, and we must mention those those people that we were with: uh, Marty McLaughlin, John oh, Woods, yeah. John Woods. Come on, m- mention some of these names. We we were in 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 sort of a place with with great experience and some fantastic. Yeah, Robbie, yeah, Robbie Wood had organised it. Yeah, 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 quite a lot of thirteen yeah. minutes. 5k runners which you know we, yeah. we don't, you don't get many of them no 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 uh, you know. um, and uh, they were there and we were discussing and talking and John to Woods them. has done 2 230 John Woods has represented Ireland 11 times at world cross country right. level and we'd love to we will get him on the yeah, show yeah. it's just having the time to, to do that and, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. must and we've got quite a number of guests who we need to, to move on with that um, so you don't remember the time of the winner from the marathon no I don't but it, it must have been pretty fast um, no um, there was, so the men's the men's it was it was very different so the men's race there was quite a large group stuck together for quite a while mm. um, whereas the women's race was, was, was the complete opposite it was a fast course to be fair yes. it, it was a fast course but the women's race split up very early on um, and then you know something dropouts and, if you were to get to the world championships Matthew yeah I would Buy myself a TV license, and I would watch. <laughs> not get a plane ticket and come watch in person. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. It's that expensive, isn't it? I might as well just fly there, save the bother of the the foot filling out of forms. The um, finally the the Commonwealth Games. I mean, when I hear that word Commonwealth, I think of the the British Empire and subjugation. Well, it used to be sub- called the Empire Games, didn't it? Well, there you go. Subjugation of of, of all these various parts of the world, and, and it no longer really. It's still in part subjugating parts of of the world. But but in re- relation to this this Commonwealth, I mean, does it does it still? What's going on there for me? Because you've got the World Championships, and now you've got the the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Is that like? A second tier is that like you've got the Premiership football now you're going to the Championship only if you're from those particular countries by the way yeah it's it's sort of I mean it's the Commonwealth Games obviously has all the other sports it's not just athletics you know it's 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 like it well, it's like the Olympic Games but obviously on a smaller scale because obviously it's only the Commonwealth countries in there from an athletic standpoint it can still be quite competitive we've still got um, in the sprints you've still get Jamaica. So you you know yeah okay we get rid of the USA but Jamaica's yeah but, there, but do the Jamaicans not turn out for the world championships yeah the Jamaicans are in the world champs so they but they'll they, also they took all three medals in the women's one hundred yeah meters, but will they? those same athletes turn out for the Commonwealth um, because they're sprinters they can do that they can do that that's sometimes, the difference maybe. sometimes some of the countries use the Commonwealth Games to send some of the younger athletes to, mm. to use it as a bit yes. of development you know ready for you know going to the world champs and going to the Olympic Games and things that gives them a chance to sort of you know they're already they're, they're fast but, enough but you've not you've not got America you've not got France you've you've not got 
you, you, there's so no, much you, missing you, you, from you got, this. You, you know, in the distance races, you get Kenya. So you, you, again, Kenya. You, you get Kenya there. So yeah. it, it still makes it a, a tough run. But again, yeah, the, the, the big names of those sort of countries don't tend to sort of turn up and things that. It, it, so you know, let me ask you this. If you had a choice and you, so you, you were the best British athlete out there um, in your particular discipline and said, right, you've got the world championships where you've got no chance of winning but in your head you know you want to what would you or you go to Commonwealth where you're running against second tier Kenyans which what would you what would you go for uh, I mean, I mean I'd, I'd, I'd choose a GB vest so I'd go the world champs um, so you don't get a, a GB vest for going to the Commonwealth Games no because you represent England oh okay and you've already got that in the locker you have I have you, you yeah, have yeah, 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 yeah you have interesting it's unusual I mean it's unusual that you would have a world champs at Commonwealth Games in the same year they wouldn't usually fall that way Really? Um, but it's really? because of COVID the Commonwealth Games should have been this year the World Champs should have been last year right right. so you wouldn't usually have it fall that way and, and that sort of thing and isn't there a third championships yeah so then there's the European Champs oh, as well God. so that's just athletics it's confusing um, if you you know it's, it's a bit of a bad summer for athletics yeah to be fair <laughs> and the Europeans how does that clash with the World Championships uh, so it's, it's it's same kind it's forget the com- week or so after forget the Commonwealth Games sorry, the World Champs, if, sorry, if, yeah. if you're a top athlete yeah. and you're American, yeah. No, you wouldn't be in the Euro. Let's say you're no. French and yeah. you're a top athlete, uh, the best they've got. Yeah. Then you've got a choice again between the worlds, yeah. where you may not have a chance because you'll know your competition. Yeah. You'll yeah. know what you're capable of, and you'll know what the other. But you've always got a chance. Yeah, I mean. But then you, the Europeans. Oh, hang on! I don't don't go up against the Americans, so I've got a chance of winning gold there. What? Yeah, I mean, got, I mean, what how be, does it work? Does it? Does it? Does it? Well, to be fair, the, 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 there's a gap. Because there's a Commonwealth Games, there's a Commonwealth Games in between the two, between the Worlds and the Europeans. So if, if you're a, a European country um, that obviously isn't in the Commonwealth Games, you, you've got a bit of time to rest. The only ones being the marathon runners, well, don't, don't, they, they wouldn't be doing it. Why not? But, Why not? Well, they wouldn't. They would. They'd only have like three weeks turnaround. Is that is that but too much? If you're, much? A, if you're a, is that too much? Because I know a guy. That's not enough time to, to turn around now. You can't turn it around. No, not, not at that sort of level. You, you wouldn't do nowadays. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about and, 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 and the guys you're thinking of that we were chatting with the other week. And <laughs> I, I, know, I mean, I agree with him. You know, I, well, I, did, I did Manchester and into, into Liverpool, didn't I? So I, I've got yeah, no but, bother with you know, trying to do two back-to-back. Yeah, it's but, interesting. Um, but typically, you wouldn't, you the, wouldn't do that. And, the, and, the guys were talking, by the way, they were talking about racing fit and they were saying, you know... Um, this argument that they're putting forward, and it, it, it just happened to come around that this idea that you can do right to race yourself to a certain fit, not every week, but you know, and and maybe shorter distances, not marathons, but yeah, yeah, yeah and and, the, and and that's the thing. So the, the European guys, the, you know, the track athletes, the the field events, the throws and stuff like that, they've got a bit of time to recover now. You know, it's 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 going to be hard on the on the British athletes because they well, have got you know worlds into into the Commonwealth into. Um, the European champs so there's not a huge so will Keely Hodgkinson be doing the European uh, championships Uh, I I think she's doing all three as far as I know yeah well yeah I suppose for an 800 metre runner as intense as it is it it only lasts for a couple of minutes yeah and and the chances are she'll um, the, the Europeans she should win them no problem. There isn't really anyone there that should compete against her in the Europeans. In the Commonwealth, there is the Kenyan athlete um, I mentioned before that that it might be in there as a mix, but um, and challenge it. But she's you know there's potential there for two two goals for Keeley quite quite within grasp. You've been listening to the 
mother of all podcasts. Any anything final you you would like to say, Matthew? No, I think that that's it on our uh, round out of them and, and yeah. Round up of of uh, what was going on. And yes, the very best. Mm-hmm.